the Lord was upon me. He brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the voice of the Lord. I will make breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, and say to it, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Amen. Hey guys, that's us. That's us. The Lord has breathed into us, and we are a mighty army. I just, yeah, it, I've known this story forever, and now to experience it. I want to make sure you guys know this is the story I wanted to tell you about. I couldn't, I didn't have time yesterday from Ezekiel chapter 37. So welcome. Uh, this is just very, very exciting. This brand new day the Lord is, is leading us into. I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World. We look at the Q post, the current events, and the Trump tweets in the light of God's word. This is biblical. This is gigantic. This is biggest, like Q has told us. I'm glad you're here. We've got lots of new people. Um, and so we um, are going to do three things hopefully pretty quick today because I've been working on some other stuff um, and our time, it's already 4.45, but okay, so we're going to talk about three different places to fight in the battle today. This is our Freedom Force Battalion and we're always looking at where is our Commander-in-Chief leading the charge and so how can we support him and, and what can what truth bullets can we shoot to help people understand what's going on. That's our whole point of being here is to, is to support the great awakening to support this and to see how this is this is the promise of God that we are going to break into a thousand years of peace once we get rid of these the beast and false prophet. So um, the other thing is because we have those three and then I actually I'm going to read this passage to you from Ezekiel 37 and I had another really cool revelation today and you're going to I think you're going to be excited to hear that and um, I um, I'm going to show you I created a podcast because we're trying to figure out how to get this truth out so people know and they're not led astray by all of the fear mongering and the stuff that freaks everybody out so many times so all right hit let's let's get started so the first thing is i wanted you to see on my freedom forcer channel that's my twitter okay so if you're not on there try to be on there it's very helpful to see you know uh, i put you know when, when you guys show me things i, I pop it onto the freedom force forcer uh twitter page this is something um uh, that someone shared with me about this journalist 11 years ago filed charges against the WHO and the UN for bioterrorism and the intent to commit mass murder. Of course, it was just a bunch of paperwork and just, just you know, just 
heart, you know, running around and not getting anything done until now. This is the day when these things are going to stick and this is going to remove these, this giant superstructure that has been destroying humanity. So I'm going to read a little bit of it for you. Um, here it is. This is, this is a Barbara Menton, 11 years ago, as the anticipated July release date of Baxter's H1N1 flu pandemic vaccine approaches. And Aust so they were trying to pull the same thing at, at 11 years ago with this H1N1 uh, you know, flu pandemic vaccine. Aust an Austrian investigative journalist is warning that the world that the greatest crime in the history of humanity is underway. Jane Burgermeister, <laughs> doesn't even sound real, does it? <laughs> has recently filed criminal charges with the FBI against the World Health Organization, the WHO, and the United Nations, and several of the highest ranking government and corporate officials concerning bioterrorism and attempts to commit mass murder. She has also, very courageous, she's also prepared an injunction against forced vaccination, which is being filed in America. These actions follow her charges filed in, in April against Baxter AG and Aver Green Hills Biotechnology of Australia, Austria for producing contaminated bird flu vaccine. Sound familiar? Alleging this was del a deliberate act to cause and profit from a pandemic. This is the same, same, same. In her charges, Burgermeister presents evidence of the of acts of bioterrorism that is in violation of the U.S. law by a group operating within the U.S. under the direction of the international bankers who control the Federal Reserve, as well as the WHO and the UN and, and NATO. This bioterrorism is for the purpose of carrying out mass genocide against the U.S. population by using uh, by use of a genetically engineered flu pandemic virus with the intent of causing death. This group has annexed high government offices in the U.S. So then it goes through a list of all these people who were involved in working along with this. You know, and, and most of us at that time were happily, at least I was, it's happily asleep. I, you know, I've never been, I've never given my kids vaccines, but I didn't realize the extent. I didn't had no idea about how, you know, what they were doing to us. So thankfully it is coming to the forefront. This is, they pushed it. They pushed the envelope way too much. And now this is our job is to put the hammer down, to share this far and wide, these kinds of things, to share, you know, what we, you know, I've been, I've been you know, talking about Fauci and the book about that I did yesterday about the plague of corruption and all of this information about Burks, how she sent money to her buddy, her crony in, 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 um, and uh, Yovanovitch in Ukraine, all of that, we need to let people know this is serious. The, the videos we've been sharing about Bill Gates and how he's, you know, the thing has a chip. We gotta make sure that you've got, you know, your chip so you prove that you're not sick. It's just, they pushed it. And now we know, and we can easily share this information. So that's our goal is to do that. I love, number two, I love inevitable underscore ET. Definitely follow him. He's always got these great threads and he, remember the video that Q, Q showed us with this weird looking, oh, whatever that was spinning around. Doesn't that look like Sun Pharma? Sun Pharmaceuticals. And what he's saying is, this is, and it's on my Freedom Forcer, so you can go on and read it. Um, I'm not gonna take a lot of time to read all of it, but um, the, let me see if I can make it a little bit bigger. I don't know. Um, most, no, more pharmaceutical companies approach the state government for securing manufacturing license, especially if it's important in fighting against coronavirus came to light, thankfully with President Trump, and after India lifted the brief ban on its export. 
and see if I can find, okay, here's one. Some of the pharmaceutical companies granted licenses to manufacture hydroxychloroquine are Sun Pharma, Stallion Labs, Retinamani Healthcare, Merit Organics, Umedica Labs, among others. So this is very, very cool. So definitely, definitely uh, follow that. That's very exciting. And uh, let's just support those companies that are, uh, that are providing true cures. Remember those names, you know, as far as, you know, if you're wanting to invest in companies, because I've shot away from these pharmaceutical companies because I didn't like, didn't know who to trust. So this is great. I'm so glad to have this list because I'll be like, yes, those are good. All right. So that's the second thing to share because this is you know, our battlefield right now, our skirmish, if you think of it in, in, uh, in battle terms, is a, we're hitting hard big pharma, WHO, CDC, all this Gates Foundation and all that. So people, you know, <laughs> that's what everybody's thinking about because they're wondering when they can come out of their house. And number three is China. China, okay, so both Pompeo and, uh, and Mike Pence have had these huge uh, speeches about China. And here, I know it's very fuzzy, I'll just read it to you, that China is the bully of the world, not Russia. They steal our intellectual property, our patents and our trade secrets. They interfere in the U.S. elections with fake news. They control the news. They, they actually pay for, you know, they're bought and paid for, mainstream media is. They, uh, they threaten trade uh, against area, uh, the, and against areas that are pro-Trump. So a lot of these governors have been threatened that they won't go to have any products coming into their state if they don't do this, if they don't do what China says, okay? They spy on us through microchips in our phones, our TVs, our military, and our companies. They had, they had literally, you know, they were creating all this stuff thanks to all these traitors, okay? And they were, you know, completely controlling us. Even still, like the other day, we had to get a new TV and I'm trying to, to set it up where it doesn't spy on. And they're like, oh, well, this is required. <laughs> like it's required that they be able to spy on me. Mil okay, number four, military maneuvers to keep us out of the China Sea. They tried to do that. And did you hear the president saying as far as, um, uh, what was it, in, in some other waters, he was like, he gave them orders, engage, engage. We do not have, no more do we have the day where our military's hands are tied behind their backs. If, if you've been provoked, you've been harassed, engage. Blow them, <laughs> blow them into hell. You have my authority. I don't know exactly what they would do, but they would engage and they're not, we're not going to put up with it. Um, religion, number five, religious persecutions of Christians, Muslims, Buddhists. Hello. Okay. We know that they have no rights over there except just to sit down and shut up and do as you're told. Number six, censorship and persecution of truthful journalists. We know that the Epic times, their whole thing was blown up where they were trying to, you know, somehow one of their presses was all damaged because they were trying to, to print the truth. Huh. I don't want to live in China and I don't want America to become China. Thank God it's not going to. It's, it has been basically we were taken over by the Chinese newsflash. And now we're, we're getting these people out of here and getting this up off of us. Number whatever, Hollywood propaganda. So they threaten anyone who does any videos, any movies, any music, anything that would be disrespectful to China. Number whatever, concentration camps cyberbullying and the dragonfly app so all of that this dragonfly app i think is, is another way to to um to that they can do um i guess it was the cyberbullying where they can they can uh, spy on on uh, people i know everything about everything we say or do or think or write so 
as President Trump said, they're not quite ready to talk. When, when we look at a lot of these things that are going on in the world, when we see that President Trump is, is uh, making these uh, very tough negotiations with the Chinese, that lets you know that we're winning. Because if we were not, then we just basically have to just do whatever we were told. So no doubt, no doubt, we are we are winning in this giant war with the deep state that has been operating out of China, basically. Okay, doesn't matter that they don't look Chinese, right? All right, so those are the three things that to to share this type of information. So people who are already thinking about the CDC and the WHO and China, then they start to realize what is really going on. Okay, and it's a as there's some pretty tough red pills, but he's he's telling about this, so we need to to support him, like his uh, treat his tweets and all that. All right, this is the revelation that I had. Okay, so I'm 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 reviewing my book because I'm trying to make sure that I keep uh, get it updated with some of the newest things that have come out, and just most of it's just little little things. I'm just correcting. Oh, you know, a, you know, a little word here or there, nothing big, but. Um, I've got like, whatever, this is what I've been working on today. So I'm on page, you know, about 70, whatever, uh, in, in the book. And I would got to chap about chapter seven, again, with the seven and the sevens, right? Um, and I'm going to read it to you and just tell you what my thoughts were. And I saw another angel coming up from the east, carrying the seal of the living God. And he shouted to the four angels who had been given power to harm land and sea, wait, don't harm the land or sea or the trees until we place the seal of God on the forehead of his servants. So what is the definition of those servants? And what is it, who is he talking about? And so he tells us in the next verse what he's talking about. I heard how many were marked with this seal of God is 144,000 were sealed from the tribes of Israel. So it's not everybody, because if you, you move on down here in verse nine, it talks about after this, this, this group right here is getting sealed. And after that, I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands, and they were shouting with a great roar, salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. Isn't that cool? All right, so you've got this giant, you know, so the people that you know who are believers, who love the Lord, but they're asleep. And you're just like, what is the deal? What is the problem here? Why can't they understand what's going on? You know, and so I, we've talked about this before. Many, some, are, some of the pastors are literally deceivers and some are deceived. And it's very, very hard to know which is which, okay? So pretty much though, if someone is not in a position of high power they're probably just deceived okay all right so and then it kills it tells all the names of the of the tribes okay i'll talk about that in just a second but what i think this 144,000 is which it also talks about in i think it's revelation 12 or is it 14 anyway the 144,000 is the army and to, to be honest it's not just the army right now on this final final battle of armageddon that we're fighting because the armageddon's been fought since Adam and Eve, the people who are fighting the, the you know, in, in the fight, kind of the, the elite forces, the special forces, the, the, the seals, the, the ones who are knighted. I think this is talking about the knights, A-N-I-G-H-T-S, those who are fighting 
in this battle. That's us. That's us, you guys. Because we've talked about that we're the 144,000, but I think that what it's saying is they have a seal. Almost like, you know, when you, when you uh, remember them, them doing the knights with they, they take the sword and they put it into the thing on the, on the shoulder, whatever they're doing. You're like, it looks kind of scary with that blade right next to my neck. But this is where, you know, they are getting a special, um, for a, a special, what do you call that? Ordination type service to do this giant job. We've been sealed. We've been ordained. We've been, you know, set apart to do this special, special job in our day. Now we've had all our ancestors who fought in the battles, you know, like the Robert E. Lee's and the, you know, all the ones who fought in the battle of Culloden or they fought in the civil war. They fought in the, whatever it was that they were fighting if ones who were really fighting for righteousness to bring, you know, you know, to, to work justice, those who have been fighting for justice, the JFKs and that kind of, those kinds of people all throughout history. And they've been part of the 144,000. It's not a number. It's a, it's a, it's symbolic for the, the elite forces. The 144,000 is the Knights from, 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 way back from the beginning, from Enoch and, you know, all them, you know, Paul and all the way through, okay? So that's what I wanted you to know, that we're part of this elite special forces at this stage of the final battle of Armageddon that we're fighting here. And we're really, really, and we're, we're just about to win. We're just about there. So isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? I was so glad that I had taken the time to go back and review the book because, you know, it takes a while for some of these things to congeal and you start putting more pieces of the puzzle together. And so, yeah. All right. So the other thing is look at all these tribes. And if you don't look at it closely enough, you're like, well, you know, well, where's Dan? Where's Dan? Where's Dan? Where are you, Dan? Well, okay. Very briefly, there's 12 tribes of Israel. Okay. There's, there's, so there's, there's, you know, Joseph was one of the sons, but he, okay, let's count these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So there's 12 right there. And actually sent, uh, who is not there? There's somebody else. Okay. Daniel, Dan's not there. I feel like there's something else. Hang on real quick. Let me see if there's anybody else missing. Okay. That's it. Okay. So Dan would make 13, which, all right. So you're like, well, but normally you don't have a tribe of Joseph because, because he always gets the double blessing. Dan, uh, Joseph had two sons. One was named Ephraim and one was named Manasseh. And so you see up here Manasseh, right? You see Manasseh, but you don't see Ephraim. You don't see Ephraim and you don't see Dan. So, but you do see Joseph. It's like, what is going on here? And this is because I think, I think the reason for that is because Ephraim and Dan lived in the, okay, so Dan was like in this area, they didn't like the plot of land that they were given and they ended up moving into the land of Ephraim. Okay. I think that they were next to some of these like really evil Baal worshiping people and they were like, we don't want to be here. And so they moved, moved out of that area. And so I think when it talks about the, the tribe of Joseph, it's talking about Dan and Ephraim, Dan and Ephraim. And okay, I'm going to show you one more quick thing. Hang on real quick. All right. So here's what I wanted to show you. The way that we know how to identify 
the 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 tribes is because of the heraldry the the flags show the symbols for each of the tribes and i go into this on my video called uh the lost tribes of israel okay on that playlist the lost tribes of israel found and i go into it on all these different videos it's so cool i think i think this one q on america the blessed nation of ephraim and okay so it what's so cool is okay so you've got manasseh here and you've got joseph we believe that i think that joseph is really the combination of ephraim and dan together and those were very very strong strong tribes in the in the sense of justice dan had the judges dan was the one like um samson was from the tribe of dan and he was the one fighting um you know uh you know the, the, the Philistines, you know, the Philistines is, represents the, the evil ones. Okay. So if you look at Ephraim on his flag, he's got the bull and then you've got Dan has an eagle. Sometimes it's a snake and it's also an eagle and in the snake in the sense of uh, the, the follow their path. Because if you look, you see in Europe, you see the Danube and the Dan this and the Dan that. So they, you can see where they go. You can follow their path because they make a splash everywhere they go. So like a Samson. All right, so you've got Dan and you've got Ephraim and then you've got Manasseh who has the olive branches. Is it starting to make sense? Olive branch and arrows. What does that sound like? What does that remind you guys of? And that is the presidential seal. Look at this. We've got the eagle of Dan. You've got the Manasseh, the olive branch, and the arrows. This is all the tribes. Okay, they're not all of them, but we've got the, the strong you know, Manasseh, Dan, which includes Ephraim also. Okay, isn't that cool? So I think that's why Dan is and Ephraim are not on here, but Joseph is. And you might think, well, Joseph is just Ephraim. No, I think the reason it's got Joseph on there is because it's it's both that may seem like a, a small thing but it's um it's it's clearly something that our our forefathers in america thought of as very important because look at what they put on our seal they put these on here and many people you know wouldn't necessarily know that this this and i didn't until i started researching it but these are representative of the tribes of israel that we are the lost tribes that have moved over and gotten the expanded borders so you know go on my lost tribes of israel playlist and you can see and can learn more about that it's very 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 exciting now before we start in ezekiel i'm going to uh, ask you to make sure to like right now quick as you can and make sure that don't forget to share so that we can pass these algorithms because they are tamp my whole life is where they try to tamp me now <laughs> i don't know why i do know why because i probably speak way too much truth but anyway and um don't forget to have your bell where it's rung uh, where it's, you know, because that way, if you have the little bell rung, then you'll get the notification, okay? Because if you don't get the notification, it's, you know, it's hard to remember, you know, but then you'll know, I want you guys to be like, so many of you are like right on it. As soon as I post, you're like right on it. You like it before you've even heard a word out of my mouth. And that helps, helps us to surpass all of their little tricky conniving ways. All right, let's jump into Ezekiel. Isn't that the most, one of the most amazing video you ever saw? I love that video. I've been showing that to you for years and we've been singing this song that's done from Awake, called Awake My Soul from Chris Tomlin. Awake, awake, awake my soul. God resurrect these bones from death to life for you alone. 
um, Awake My Soul. It's a great song, Chris Tomlin. I love that song. And it even has a portion in there where Lecrae, uh, um, a rap artist, raps this portion in here, the, the Valley of Dry Bones. And so I'd, I'd read this forever and I'm like, what does this mean? So let's read it together. The Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones, which is gross, right? And he led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? And he, oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. In other words, Lord only knows. <laughs> you only know. I don't know. I don't know. This is a picture of humanity. As it said in the book of Daniel, when when the church, when God's people were completely, their power was broken. When the, the deep state cabal had completely had them down for the count, that that's when the Lord would come to rescue us. Okay. And so that we were dead. As it says in Revelation, clearly, Revelation 11, 11 says that the, the, the two witnesses were dead in the streets. We were dead in the streets. We were done. But then the Lord breathed life into us. And that's what this passage is going to talk about. Ezekiel 37 and Revelation 11, 11 are, are symbol, uh, synonymous. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Okay, remember I told you because you know, I had my scripture songs that I, you know, I've done 900 scripture songs. So I've been teaching young kids for years and years and years. And then I was teaching the high school. Know, middle school and high school that we'd have a small group at the house and you know we'd get together and you know pray or whatever they wanted to talk about and so you know I would show them all these cool videos whatever they were you know wanting to to, to learn about and uh so you know that because I had been like <laughs> I was always trying to find something cool so that it would keep their attention I think that's what the Lord used so that when I read a, a Revelation 11 I'm like this reminds me of that video Anyway, so it was helped me to put it together. But anyway, back to my story. Speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Okay, well, that's uh, kind of funny. Y'all notice anything strange about that? Okay, these are bones. Imagine you're out there in a field, a, a valley of dry bones, and the Lord says, talk to these bones. <laughs> it's kind of like, Lord, they're, they're dry bones. But Ezekiel did not. He, he, he said, okay, Lord, I will... I'll do whatever you say. And it's the same thing with us. We're like, okay, Lord, these people will not listen to me. They won't listen. And they're, it's like they're deaf. They can't, they're, it's as if I'm, you know, as if they're dead. They can't hear what I'm saying. Clearly, it's just like he says, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, listen to the word of the Lord. <laughs> we still try. We still keep tweeting. We keep sharing. You know, we keep praying and we know the Lord alone is able to make them alive, to make them able to hear, to make them able to see, to lift the veil over their, from over their eyes, to, to help them become alive and awake, right? This is what the sovereign Lord says, look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. Like my favorite verse from Revelation 11, 11, God breathed life into us and we stood on our feet. Yes, so that's exactly what's happening. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. And then you will know that I'm the Lord. It, clearly, clearly, the only way this is happening, where there's a great awakening happening, 
all over the world is because of the spirit of God. And if people talk about that we're connected in the hundred monkeys and whatever, it's really because of the, the Lord. And remember how it says, you know, the angels went and, 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 and gathered us from all over the world. The elite forces, right? He has awakened us. He sent his angels to awaken us. So I will put breath in you and you will come to life and then you will know that I'm the Lord. So I spoke that message just as he told me. And suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all over the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. And then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones and then skin formed to cover their bodies. But they still had no breath. They're just laying there. Okay? And it's the same way we, we see there are people who maybe know what's going on. They know about, they maybe know about you know, the trafficking or they know about the, the, the vaccines or they know about whatever. They, they, are, they, they are awake, they're alive, but they're still just laying there. They're just laying there and they're not really in the fight. So it says um, they still had no breath in them. So he said, now... We still got more work to do. He said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Now you're going to not just talk to bones. You're going to talk down to the winds. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. Really live. Okay, because before he was saying, um, I'm going to put um, what he's going to do. He says, um, he says, uh, hang on. Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Listen. First of all, listen. Listen. And now he's saying, breathe to the spirit of God, to the Holy Spirit, who's poured out on all flesh. We've been waiting on this since Ezekiel's time and before. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. All of humanity has been in zombie land, just, just plotting, 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 and not realizing that the trap was about to snap shut completely. It's already snapped shut, and it had already snapped shut in so many places. Venezuela, North Korea, China, on and on. So the, we ask the Spirit of God. This is what our prayer is. The Spirit of God, breathe into these dead bodies. Breathe into them. They, they have no breath. They need your breath. We need, remember it said in Revelation 11, 11, he says, I breathe life into them. And they stood up. Yeah. This, is, this is what's awakened us. This is what's, and not just cause us to know these things, but to, to where we can't sleep and we just, do everything we can in this army. So I spoke the message as he commanded me and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. Exactly like it was. Okay. I'm going to take you right quick to revelation 11. Okay. Because this is exactly what it says in revelation 11, 11. This is not a coincidence. Okay. Look after three and a half days, God breathed life into them and they stood up. Exactly what it says in Ezekiel chapter 37. Who thinks that's super cool? And I love this terror struck all who were staring at them. Why? Because they realize we're onto it. We see the emperor has no clothes. We see you, 
you are, we see, we're, we're naked. <laughs> You're bare. We see everything you guys have done. We see it all. We know it all. And we are going to destroy you because we are not, we're not going to live in a world with you kind of creeps. No. So um, they all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. They stood up just like it says in Revelation 11. They stood up. They stood up. Ah, this is the kind of stuff that needs to be preached in the church. Ugh. Anyway, so he said, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. The people of Israel, those tribes I was just showing you. All the people of Israel scattered, their bones scattered all over the world. But now they're a mighty army all over the world. Oh, gosh, this is so cool. They are saying, we've become old. Our bones, our hope is gone. Our nation is finished. But therefore prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the, to the land of Israel. It's not that necessarily physical land. This is about where the earth is filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea. Every place on earth, a place of justice and freedom and love and righteousness and all the good things, health and wealth and peace and all this good stuff. Um, I will bring you to this land flowing with milk and honey everywhere, the promised land everywhere, in your backyard, everywhere. When, um, when this happens, oh, my people, you will know that I'm the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your land. And then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. And I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Oh, and look, I want to read this one too. So again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, take a piece of wood and carve on it these words. This represents Judah and its allied tribes. Remember how we were talking about Judah, the southern, the southern tribes. And then take another piece and carve these words on it. This represents Ephraim and the northern tribes of Israel. Okay, so see how it's talking, it's, it's saying Ephraim, but there's, there's whatever, um, I guess 10 tribes, 10 northern tribes up there. So this represents Ephraim and all the northern tribes. Now hold them together in your hand as if they were one piece of wood. So we've got the two sticks, you hold them together. When the, your people ask what your actions mean, say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will take Ephraim and the northern tribes and join them to Judah, and I will make them one piece of wood in my hand. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, they will then hold out the pieces of wood you've been inscribed so the people can see them and give them this message from the sovereign Lord. I will gather the people of Israel from among the nations. Do you see now why they wanted us to think of Israel as just this one little plot of land? And that's not, that's clearly not what the Lord's word says. That we've been scattered all over the world and he, and, and many have been adopted into the family who were not Israelites. They've been they were far off and they've been brought near by the blood of Christ and they're we're all one big happy family and we'll be all unified. It doesn't matter if we're Buddhist or Muslim or Hindu or Jewish or what up Christian. We're all going to realize that we worship the same God. We've been waiting on the same Messiah just under different names. Yes, our religions have been hijacked. Yes, we've been deceived, but we're all going to wake up and we're all going to be joined together. Look at this. I will bring them home to their own land from the places where they've been scattered, scattered. Not just that there is people of, you know, you know, physical, you know, people who say they're Israelites have been scattered. It's talking about all of us. All of us tribes have been scattered. So even they would agree that only, you know, those just is really the tribe of Judah. They're like, oh, well, we don't know where the lost tribes are. We don't know. Well, we doubt. We now know. We do know because we can follow the heraldry and look at here on the lost tribes of Israel. Okay. But again, it doesn't. So, I mean, 
the, the, it matters, but it, but it's a, it's not it's not about bloodline. It's not about the flesh profits nothing. But the Bible says, it's about that many have come in by faith into this family, and many are the physical progeny. But the bottom line, it's all one one big happy family. Okay. Cool. So we had we thought our hope was gone. We're like we don't even know how to get to be a one nation again. One, you know, we're one royal nation. We don't even know how to. We, the Lord is able. He's showing us the way. He's bringing us all together. He says, "I will unify them into one nation on the mountains of Israel." It's not about being in the physical location. It's talking about this mountain of the Lord. Remember that stone hit the, the statue, and it became a giant mountain to fill the world. Remember that. And one king will rule them all. No longer will they be divided into two nations or into two kingdoms. They will never again pollute themselves with idols and vile images and rebellion. For I will save them from their sinful apostasy. I will cleanse them. And then they will truly be my people. And I will be their God. My servant David will be their king. And they will have only one shepherd. They will obey my regulations and be careful to keep my decrees. They will live in the land I gave my servant Jacob, the land where their ancestors live. Again, don't think of a, just a physical plot of land. Think of the, the, the earth filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea. Think, like, think bigger. Think expanded. Think expanding those territories, expanding the borders, okay? They and they're just a place of peace and love and equity. They and their children and their grandchildren after them will live there forever, generation after generation, and my servant David will be their prince for ever and i will make a covenant of peace with them an everlasting covenant i will give them their land and increase their numbers and i will put my temple among them forever what does it mean is it about a physical temple no it's about where we can worship him what good is it to go into a temple if you can't connect with god and that was the reason that, that jesus cleansed the temple because they were like you can't even worship god in here because you people have turned it into money changers that are reserved, right? Whereas a bunch of the banksters had taken over. So he's saying, this is the temple is where we can worship the Lord and, and, and connect with him and walk with him. And, and, you know, by the quiet waters and the, and the, the green pastures and, and live at peace and everybody else is too. Oh boy. That's just too much to hope, you guys. No more people saying, you can't pray here. And we don't, you know, all these vile movies. And you can't even find anything on Netflix because it's all so vile, right? No more of that. It's where everything is blessed of the Lord. Oh, this is just too wonderful. I will make my home among them. I will put be their God and they will be my people. And, and when my temple is among them forever, the nations will know that I'm the Lord who makes Israel holy, makes Israel set apart for a special, special purpose. Isn't that beautiful? All right. So um, the last thing I was going to show you, oh, you guys were answering my question. Let's see what's the, the status of the um, of this right now. I, I was asking about the podcasts. Would you guys watch, uh, listen to podcasts? And clearly you guys do. And I was thinking, okay, how do I get the truth of this out? Because I'm so sick of hearing all the fake news about, you know, the, we got to escape out of here and we're going to be chipped. And there's so much. You guys be careful out there because there's so many people who are like, oh, we're going to be, you know, it's just going to be terrible. And stop. Don't listen to it. There's so much. And seriously, if people put this on my, on my channel, this fear mongering stuff, I, I delete it. If I see it, I delete it. I'm like, no, I'm not. 
we cannot. We cannot feed ourselves with that. It, it'll incite fear, and I'm not going to play that. We're, this is not what's happening. So anyway, I was, I was up, I was working on my book and doing all that, and I thought, someone came on and said, how about if we put it in Spanish? So I'm like, I said, do you know Spanish? Because I could go on Google Translate, but I want it to really be Spanish because, you know, some of the things that the way I talk, I don't do a translate really into Spanish. So that's, a, that's something to pray about as well as maybe doing an audio book. So that's that as well as the podcasts. And so I was working on this. Um, yeah, this is, this is the one that's on, uh, on Amazon Q and on a thousand years of peace, but you know, I'm sure I could put in here another version with an audio book. So let's, that's another thing for me to work on. Um, so this is the podcast I created on podcasts.com. You should have a, uh, an app on your, on your smartphone. Okay. And so you can look up freedom force battalion. Okay. And so we don't have to think of some the other name <laughs> How about that. So I already loaded up one. I just put up there the summary of revelation. Okay. And so I don't know. I'm trying to figure out an easy way to upload. Let's say if I, when I, once I do this video, what's an easy way for me to take that audio file and upload it? So I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to streamline everything as much as possible. Okay, so there's something else I was wanting to show you guys. What else? Hang on real super quick. I'll be right back. I guess that was it. All right, let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for guiding us. Thank you for all the patriots who are in here fighting. Thank you that you've awakened us by your spirit, just like you told Ezekiel what happened. We're getting to see it. Thank you, just like you told John in the book of Revelation that this would happen, and we are the ones who are getting to see it worldwide. You are able to go and and, uh, and awaken your people. That we are, we get to be part of this elite force. This is just too amazing that we get to be part of the 144,000 warriors who've been fighting since Adam and Eve, since Enoch and all that, but we get to be part of this final battle. And you sealed us, you've knighted us, you've, you've prepared us and you're protecting us. And that their others are, are being deceived, a lot of them, and they're, they're not because they're not in the battle and they're getting tricked and fooled. So we pray for them that you would touch them and you would awaken them so that they won't be, even if they're not going to be in the battle, that they wouldn't be caught by fear. Lord, use this book, use the, the podcast, if, uh, use the, if, you want, if someone help me do it in Spanish, or to put this out as an audio book, however we can, so people understand this is your great day. This is biblical. This is what you've promised to us, and that we're entering into this beautiful day when there's going to be peace on earth, goodwill toward men, that, the, that your word, that people will worship you everywhere on this giant mountain. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you that you, this is our heritage, that, that we are your children. We are your, your tribes, that we didn't even know who we are, our own identity, who we were, but you knew, and you, st you made sure that, that uh, our forefathers left left signs for us now that we know how to read them. We thank you, Lord, that you have um, expanded our territory and you've put us in a position for such a time as this so that we can help to free all of humanity. We pray, Lord, that you would use us, help us to fight in the battle, following our commander-in-chief, wherever we should fight so that we uh, can be, uh, to, can work together and not never breaking ranks, but we all work together to get this job done. We're so excited. We're so thankful that we'll always know forever that we were part of your uh, 144,000 elite forces that, that we were part of the freedom force battalion in this great day we bless your name that you've that you've given us this huge huge blessing and we just ask you to to 
to touch us and speak to us and, and strengthen us and bless our way and uh, help us, Lord. Don't let us listen to anything that would that would keep us from this strong sense of, of purpose and confidence that you are in complete control and all is going to be well. We thank you. We, we ask your blessing on every military person, especially our Marines and our National Guard, our president, all these who are in these positions of authority in the cabinet and all throughout the world, that uh, the people who are handling the, the, the transition for the gold, everyone who you've in these key roles we ask your strength on them we ask you to protect them we ask you to guard them with your heavenly host and that no weapon formed against them will prosper and that every plan of the enemy will be thwarted and cast into the pit of hell in jesus name we pray amen i love you guys i love you appreciate you i'll talk to you soon